the Ain't No Fang podcast. From Arizona Sports, Ain't No Fang. Well, it's good that we're doing a new episode of Ain't No Fang tonight because if you listen to any of the previous ones, we got pretty much everything wrong. <laughs> I got one right. One. Good for you, Bear. I think. I'm Steve Zinsmeister. That's I didn't, Cody Fisher. I didn't go back and listen, to be I, honest no, with you. I don't, I don't do that either. But, I'm pretty um, sure I picked the Dodgers over the over the Giants. We picked pretty much everybody that didn't make the championship series. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I got to be honest with you. I like the final four teams. I like Houston every year they hit. I don't know about the pitching, but every year they hit. I like Boston. Kind of the same thing. Every year they hit. Not, not so sure about the not pitching. Not really sure about the pitching. <laughs> um, and then Atlanta and L.A. And I will be completely open and honest about this. Pull back the curtain a little bit. We are recording this podcast at the worst possible time. <laughs> yeah. We, we are recording this. Well, this is your fault for getting a new job. Oh, it's completely my fault for having uh, your screwed up the entire Your schedule is so thing. dumb now. We are recording this uh, on Thursday night during the middle of the Dodgers-Braves game. And it's kind of an important one because the Braves could put away the series tonight, but it's kind of looking like it's that's not, not going to happen. Good. It is six at this moment in the top of the sixth inning. It is six to two Dodgers. The Dodgers went with a bullpen game in this game, starting Joe Kelly, who recorded two outs. He gave up a two run two run homer to Freddie Freeman and was pulled with an injury. Um, can I also just say no. how unfair it is to watch Bruce Dar Gratterall pitch? That dude looks like. He looks like, well, he's in better shape than I am, but he looks like someone like me. He's a little chunky, okay? He's a little bit of a chunker. And that dude just looks like he's playing catch in the backyard, and it zips in there, 101, 101. And I'm like, how in the world are you throwing 101 miles an hour? Because he doesn't have this crazy windup. It's just like, okay, here it is, bam. Wasn't, uh, that was the Kenta Maeda trade, It right? was. And Boston screwed that up because Boston, they uh, did, yeah. Boston, it was supposed to be a three-way trade, yeah. where the Dodgers got Mookie Betts, a David Price, and the Verdugo Verdugo goes to the Red Sox, yeah. and then Maeda was supposed to go to Minnesota, and Gratterall was supposed to go to Boston, but Boston didn't like his medical history right. with injuries, so the Dodgers and Twins just said, "Let's just do that trade. We'll take Gratterall, and look what happened. Yeah. yeah, and look what happened. Yeah, Gratterall is he." Threw throws just it's it's like white hot fire smoke and it's just heat that dude throws so hard and it's like with no effort it's crazy tell you what since i screwed up the timing of this podcast um yeah. how about we start in the al Stupid. and work our way to the nl <laughs> that way by the time we start talking about it, maybe we have a clearer maybe it'll picture. be the eighth inning <laughs> yeah we'll have a clearer picture of how that game is going to look and and possibly what the rest of the series could look like Great. um so let's start in the al Obviously, Houston leads that series three to two. Um, the Red Sox hitting just went cold after Game Three. Yeah, They've man. only scored three runs in the last two games. Um, game Six is tomorrow night, Friday night on FS1, and it's going to be an important one for sure if Boston wants to stay in this thing. And it's interesting the series on the complete thirty thousand foot view of this. You've got the twenty seventeen World Series winners in Houston, and we've talked about this before. A lot of their lineup is. Similar. You still have Altuve. You still have Correa. You still have Bregman. Um, I, pff, Mike, Michael Brantley wasn't there. Guriel. You still have Guriel. 
So yeah. I mean, there are a lot of Michael core Brantley's pieces. newer. Uh, Kyle Tucker is is newer because he might have been on the team then. But I, don't I think, think he was, he was a, coming up. He wasn't the an everyday player. No, yeah, yet. he might have been like called um, up in September. Yeah, yeah. Um, Martin Maldonado might have been there. Alvarez too, wasn't around. No, he was still in the minor leagues. By the way, he, uh, Michael Brantley was a free agent. He was a the years only after. one that could hit Chris Sale yesterday. Like, is a good hitter? Yeah, he's really good. He's a monster. He hitter. was hitting balls the other way. He hit a hit a home run over the monster the other way. That dude has just raw power. It's there's crazy. probably a couple guys in Houston that should be DH only. He's probably one of them. But when you have a lineup <laughs> like theirs, you, I mean, you put him in, dude. I didn't even realize this until the the ALCS started. Yuli Gurriel was the AL batting champion. He led the American League in batting average. And would you say, uh, rank the top players in the Astros lineup, position players. Okay. Rank their players. In, uh, like, you see them as, okay. like, this guy is their best player. This yeah. guy is their second best. I would say Correa is one. Okay. Altuve is two. But not far behind is Bregman at three. Um, Kyle Tucker, four. Michael Brantley, in terms of just pure hitting, five. And then I would probably say Guriel or Alvarez or oh yeah Alvarez yeah I forgot about Guriel's Alvarez. Guriel's not even in your yeah, top five. Yeah, he's not. Not even no. He's, he was the AL he's batting seven champion. at least. Yeah, AL batting champion. How crazy is that? Yeah, insane, right? That's absurd. The lineup is so freaking deep. It's crazy. Have you ever seen an infield as good as theirs? And I'm going to preface this uh, actually. I'm going I'm to get no. to another good <laughs> infield here. I was going to say Atlanta has a really great infield this year. I mean, with the turnaround of Austin Riley, with mm-hmm. Dansby Swanson's coming along, yeah, yeah. Ozzie Albies, we know, is a, one of the top second basemen in baseball, and Freddie Freeman is America's first baseman. So, I mean, you have... <laughs> that used to be Paul Goldschmidt. I know. You jerk. <laughs> How could I go there? You just... Ugh. But, I mean, when you're talking infields, uh, Boston's got a great infield, well, too. And all healthy... The Dodgers have a really good infield with, yeah. I mean, Justin, I mean, they all are kind of, not all of them, but like trade the Turners are not playing the well Turners, yeah. in this, in this postseason. Justin Turner's hurt. He hurt his hamstring yesterday. Where's Trey been? He is not, he's, I think he's hitting under 200 in this series. He's or in the playoffs. He has been absent, but just in terms of talent and all healthy Dodger infield is Justin Turner, Corey Seager, Trey Turner, and Max Muncie. But Muncy's hurt too. That's so, a monster infield, dude. Yeah, and then if you include include uh, Will Smith, that catcher too. I mean, he's yeah. he's really good offensively too. Yeah, Yuli Gurriel led the American League with a three nineteen batting average. That's crazy, isn't that crazy? And he's not even he's the fourth best infielder but he, on their team. He just, he just gets singles, man. He hits. Yeah. Well, I mean, also he's like. He he hasn't been in the majors that long or with the Astros that long. He's like thirty seven years old. Do you know who led the NL in hitting? I can check because right now. I know halfway through the Trey season. Trey Turner. Okay. Three Half, three twenty eight. Halfway through the season it was Adam Frazier in yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah. He went to the All Star game. And then he gets traded to San Diego. And he play as much. And he wasn't I mean He didn't would, do anything. Would for you them. say he's in their top three infielders? No. Tatis, Machado, uh, Cronenworth? Yeah, I'd probably. Those guys are all better with. baseball players yeah, than Frazier, right? And then I think they were mostly having him play in like center field anyway. But yeah, yeah, he didn't do anything for them really. That's they the, the Padres really didn't do much at the trade deadline. I mean, they tried for Scherzer, but they ultimately didn't get him. Let me ask you this question: Who yeah. is the MVP of this series, Houston versus Boston? Who's the MVP so far, and why is it Kike Hernandez? 
Well, I mean, if they don't win, is it? I mean, I mean, yeah, you're right. I I guess I don't know. Can you give him the MVP? Of this I, that's not even a real award here. they give out. I don't think, but yeah, <laughs> I'd give it to him even if they lose. If they lose tomorrow night, I as I, long as Kike is still is playing dumb. pretty well, or does oh, he go by go. Enrique Lee. only now? Well, I think he wanted to go by Enrique, but everyone still calls him Kike. Okay, so is this like an Andy this. Andrew Young I'm, thing? I'm just googling this right now. Okay, Yuli Gurriel. Yeah. In the LCS is hitting 474. Really? 474. Really? There it is. Look at my phone right there. Oh, I see the phone. 474. Oh, my goodness. Alvarez is hitting 421. I mean, it's probably Alvarez. Well, w- Alvarez is hitting 367 for the playoffs. Yeah, I would say it's probably it's probably Jordan Alvarez, uh, especially last night where Chris Sale looked like he had really good stuff. Uh, he, you know, he he's just coming back from an injury this year, and I saw a tweet. I didn't, I wasn't able to watch the whole game because I was working, but uh, he was touching 97 to 99 miles an hour last night on his fastball. So that was really good to see from Chris Sale. But Jordan Alvarez was the only one that could hit him. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's and that's funny because it's a lefty lefty matchup. But, yeah. Um, Maybe Kike Hernandez, or sorry, Enrique Hernandez, maybe he is, it sounds much more professional, maybe he's the MVP of the postseason <laughs> so far. I don't know, Eddie Rosario is hitting Oh yeah, six. Eddie Rosario. It, we'll, Eddie, get into, we'll get into yeah. Eddie Rosario in a second, but yeah, I, it's a great series. Um, there's names, like there's na- classic names in this series that are doing well. Like you, you mentioned Gurriel, he's been pretty good for the last few years. And he was on the World Series team. Granted, he might have been playing a different position. No, he was first base. Guriel? Yeah. Yes. I think. He's mostly Maybe first DH base. Yeah, back DH, then. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember who else they had at the time, but... Um, but, I mean, like, there's some classic names. Rafael Devers is on base 426 in the postseason right now. J.D. Martinez, 457 on base. You've got Alvarez we talked about. We know he can play. Hernandez is actually one of the names that I didn't expect to be the top player yeah, in I this mean, series. But, like, he's got this postseason switch... He does. That he just... Him and he, Chris Taylor. Him, Chris Taylor. Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger had a terrible, just dreadful regular season this year. And this kid won an MVP not too long ago. Yeah. And he was batting eighth, getting platooned in the like outfield. It was like him and Yelich. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yelich was yep. the same way. Yelich has fallen off too. But like Bellinger had a had a horrible year. And then all of a sudden the postseason starts. He's got three... The the Dodgers like three biggest hits in, the, in this That home run playoffs. the other night... Well, was nuts. Yeah, he, I don't know how he hit that pitch out, dude. He it was like his eyes. It was so up out of the zone. I think like the hit probability on it was it was really low. The percentage was well, really low. I read that it was the second highest pitch he's ever hit a home run on. <laughs> of course, and it made me wonder. Of course, what was the highest pitch? Right, right. <laughs> and but, how much higher? But was he it? has the biggest hit. He, I think he had the big hit in the wild card game against St. Louis. Yeah, he had the big hit. In San Francisco series in San Francisco, that gave them the lead in Game Five, and he hit that home run last night that tied the game. Like the dude is yet. If you're going to turn it on, switch, it needs to be now. Man. Yeah, yeah. And Chris Ta- Chris Taylor is either doing something really dumb or being a really big hero for the Dodgers. Like he had that horrible base running mistake in Game One against Atlanta, where he ended the inning getting caught in between second and third in the top of the ninth inning, and then the Braves walked it off with Enrique Hernandez. And how well he's played. Because I think of him and Chris Taylor as comparable players. They're not necessarily like your starting left fielder. They starting play center field. They play everywhere. And maybe it's what the Diamondbacks tried to do with guys like Chris Owings. Or, <laughs> yeah. I can't really think of other good examples. But these guys are good at that. 
They're uh, they're like Marwin Gonzalez, super utility, super players. utility guys. They're yeah. gonna play every day, pretty much somewhere, <laughs> but you just don't know where. Right? Do you think? I don't remember how the separation of the Dodgers and Kike Hernandez went. I think he left in free agency. Yeah, he just he signed a free agent deal with Boston. Do you think that the Dodgers regret that, knowing what he's putting up in the postseason right now? I, I mean, you I have mean, a guy like Chris Taylor <laughs> who's worked out pretty great too. So. I mean, honestly, I don't even know where he would play. Right. Uh, because well now that they, but they have injuries now yeah but still like AJ Pollock as much as I don't like him has had a really good season for that for the Dodgers this year so he's been out and left Bellinger is still really really good in center field uh, defensively and Taylor plays out there too and they have Trey Turner at second I could see maybe Kike Hernandez playing second well, base but in theory they they probably wouldn't probably wouldn't have Trey Turner they wouldn't have traded for him midseason maybe well. I don't know. Listen, you, Trey Turner is good enough that you trade for him regardless. Hy- it's of, yeah, it's a lot of hypotheticals, but I yeah. mean, I don't know. I, I, they, I don't. I can't remember how much money the Red Sox gave him, but yeah, it, I don't know. If the they, Red Sox also probably didn't think they were going to be super good. No, this. Remember when they were coming into the season? I mean, look at the rotation. Nick Pavetta. He yeah. didn't mean anything to me before right. this season. Chris Sale was injured. Chris Sale just came back not that long ago. Nate Yavaldi. He's, he's all right. okay. Yeah, but he's good. I mean, he's got. I didn't think he'd be as good as he was. Yeah, he. They traded away uh, left fielder Andrew Benintendi mm-hmm, to the Royals. I mean, he was a young Jackie Bradley Jr. Player. goes away. Yep. I didn't think that the Red Sox were going to be much of anything. I'm, I'll bet you the Red Sox weren't looking to heavily invest in big big they, names. They, they were much. They brought more in, to go after Hernandez. They brought in Hunter Renfro, really cheap. Right. Uh, they got Verdugo in the Mookie Betts trade. He's been good for them. I mean, they went with Bobby Dahlbeck at first base. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't even know who plays second for them because Kike has been playing center. I mean, I guess it, it just kind of it looks rotates. like a great investment paid off. Yeah, and I'm not saying that the Dodgers are just like over there lamenting the fact that they let him go, but it is an interesting piece. He, yeah, it's he's been really good. It's it's. It's it's been crazy how good he's been. I mean, let me just look up what he's Do you hitting think, now. I'm going to make an interesting comparison. He's hitting 409. Yeah. <laughs> he's hitting 409 absurd, in, the, in yeah. the championship series. Here's a comparison. Man. Could the Diamondbacks try to accomplish that with Josh Rojas? Making him a super utility player? Because I think that's kind of the role that he's playing right now. I mean, we talked about this season. Josh Rojas was one of their better players Yeah, this season. But I don't know where he plays It long term. I've always kind of been... <sighs> I know it's worked with like the guys you said, Kike Hernandez, Marwin Gonzalez, Chris Taylor. Um I've I've always kind of not been against those types of players, but I've always kind of just been like I'd rather have a guy have an if he's a really good hitter, like Catal Marte. I don't like I didn't like the switching back between second and center field. I never liked the Chris Owings, what they try to do with Chris Owings, making him play everywhere because not that he was a super good player. No, but, but I, so I I would rather I would rather see Josh Rojas have a, an everyday spot. I don't know where that is necessarily. It looks like Cattell Marte is going to be back at second base for I the foreseeable so. future. Please, Lord, please. Left field if Maybe. Peralta's not back. Well, I don't see right why. Right field if Calhoun's not back, but then you got Paven Smith. There's a lot of moving parts. We have like six months to have yeah, this debate. There's, there's a lot of moving parts. Is is Seth Beer going to start in the major leagues next year? Is he going to make know. the team out of spring training? So if, if that's the case, if there's no... <laughs> here's the big part. 
Is there going to be a universal DH? Because that's Seth Beer right there. I really don't know. That's Seth Beer. And if that happens, Paven Smith can play first. Josh Rojas can play right. There you go. But it just there's so many moving parts. And I don't see why Peralta wouldn't be back unless they trade him away. But, but you're not then again, much. he's he had a kind of a down year offensively. He's in his mid thirties. He has got a pretty team friendly contract, but yeah, but he had like what less than ten home runs. Yeah, I think he had like eight, six to eight home runs. Um, so I, if they trade him, it won't be for anything that great in return. Yeah. So I don't I don't see why he wouldn't be back next year. He's still your your clubhouse leader, I guess. But I'd be okay with it but, if Peralta was on the bench. If he was a bench bat, I mean, uh, look at what they've had in the outfield in recent years with the lack of depth. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you had a guy like that who could play, I don't know, four days a week in the outfield and spell other guys. I mean, David Peralta can play the corners. Yeah. I wouldn't play him in center a lot, but I mean, he'd be that's a good a, backup ha, outfielder. That's another thing, man. Like. Who plays center field for the Diamondbacks? I have no clue. Who is your like they there's no one that I can think of off the top of my head that's on the major league roster who can play center field. They think Varsho can. Oh. I, I mean I don't. He's not horrible out in the outfield. But I don't like it. But I I don't know. I mean he, he really came on strong in the second half of the season with the bat. He's got a good arm. He's fast. He's athletic. I guess he could do it, but I don't know if he's the type of guy that you want to just say, you are our center fielder now. No more catching. You know, you are an outfielder. Yeah. And I don't know how that's going to go. Because, maybe, again, they don't even have a backup catcher to Carson Kelly. Maybe it's just tough because, like, the only speedy catcher that we've ever seen work at another position is Craig Biggio. That's really the only one I can think of. And how long did he even play catcher for? Not long. Not well, and there's not n- particularly long. Quite frankly, there's not a lot of fast catchers to begin right, with. I right. can only think of one real, other, and that's real Russell Mute- Martin. Real Muto is pretty quick. Yeah. Okay. Judging Fair by enough. his MLB the Show ratings, well, he's pretty quick, but he's also only a catcher. Right. Like he never plays other positions. Right. Exactly. Unless he sometimes plays first, but I'm not aware of that. So I mean, I don't know, dude. I don't know if you can turn Josh Rojas into that super utility guy, but maybe that's what they're trying to do. I'm not sure. Hey, I wanted to mention this, too, about the series. Rookie Luis Garcia is going to start Game 6. Um, notably, he left Game 2 with knee discomfort, oh, so good. I wouldn't think that's pretty Zach good. Zach Greinke was terrible in the game he started well, for them. Garcia, oh, man. Garcia's got 10 runs against him in three and two-thirds innings. Yeah. And he's going to pitch Game 6. Lance McCullers is hurt. He's not going to pitch in this series. Framber Valdez was really good last night. Yeah, and he brought his ERA down to 4.2. Hey, man. Which means before it playoff, was terrible. Playoff pitching, man. I, I mean, know. I don't know. The pitching just in these playoffs have been so weird. I've seen more bullpen games than I... I, I hate bullpen games. I just don't like them. Yeah. I mean, I know that... They're Tam- not as exciting. I know the Tampa Bay Rays make them work in the regular season, and that's how they win a lot of games. But man, like Joe Kelly starting this game tonight, and he was horrible. If I bought horrible. tickets to a game, oh yeah, in the postseason, especially in the championship series, oh, and Joe so Kelly mad. or Corey Knable or Jimmy Nelson, I'm just naming people that aren't <laughs> starters. Um, if they ended up starting a game, I would be pissed. Right. 
I'd be livid. I, I would I would be as well. I came to see Max Scherzer. I came to see Walker Bueller. I came to see even Julio Urias. Yeah. He won 20 games. Yep. And and the Braves are doing it too. The Braves have done bullpen games too in in this I don't play, like it. in these playoffs. I just don't I don't care for them. Um they Dave, overthink pitching. Dave, well, Dave Roberts in game 5 was like we're going to start Corey Knebel to get the Giants to put left-handers in their their load left-handers in their lineup and then we're going to pull him and Urias is going to come in. I'm like did it work? Okay. I mean, they won. The I mean, game. they won. Yeah. So I mean, but I don't know. I strongly believe Pitch your best guy. That's what I think, too. I agree with that. Who's better, Corey Knable or Julio Urias? Julio Urias. Play Julio. Just put him out there. Yeah. I think this is an epidemic in baseball. Managers overthink pitching in the postseason. What did we talk about last season? What was the biggest headline that came out of the World Series? Blake Snell getting pulled too early. Blake Snell gets pulled in the, what, fourth inning? I think it was. I felt like it was a little, like, maybe the fifth. Or something, but he was on a roll. Yeah, he was dominating. And why did they pull him? Because they said, "Well, we don't want him to go through the lineup again." Because well, third time they said that's what we do. do. That's what we do, right? And it blew up in their face. Yep. And I'm not saying that that one decision could have won them the World Series, but stop overthinking it. This game, Game Five, that we're talking about tonight. By the way, it's still six to two Dodgers going into the seventh inning. Um. I get why they had to go bullpen game tonight. I mean, Kershaw's injured, so they don't have him. And I wasn't sure because I'm like, why isn't Max Scherzer starting this game? Apparently, he would have been on short rest if they started him in this game. And I guess last time he started on short rest, his arm didn't feel great afterwards. Uh, I don't know. But... So I get it, I guess, why you don't want to... You have Scherzer, you have Bueller, yeah. and in theory, you have Julio Urias, but... Yeah, well, Urias... They Urias haven't been using him last way. night. Uh, he started yesterday. So it looks like if the Dodgers hold on to this game, the game, the series goes back to Atlanta, so they get an off day for travel, and Max Scherzer will pitch in Game 5. I'm sorry, not Game 5. Yeah, Game 5. Um, this is Game 5. This is Game 5, sorry. Game 6. Um, and then I guess what if, and then if the Dodgers win game six, Walker Bueller would pitch in, in game seven, all hands on deck, honestly. I mean, yeah, of course, going to be available except for Max Scherzer. Right. But even he might be available. You know, the, the days, the days of Randy Johnson pitching eight shutout innings in the game six of the world series and then coming back the next day and pitching in the eighth inning of game seven are probably over now. But well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. You're probably right, but like Framber Valdez threw eight innings the other night. Yeah, but, yeah, but he, they weren't up gonna, against. Is he going to pitch tomorrow? Yeah, they weren't you know? up against it the next day. Right. So. Um, that series, the ALCS, Houston leads that three games to two. But that you were talking about storylines earlier too. I mean, that's that's a series where I mean, let's face. I know AJ Hinch is gone, but the whole cheating scandal, Alex Cora. Was the ringleader, served a one-year suspension for that, and now he's back with Boston with the same team that finished in last place last year without him, and now here they are again, I mean, in the playoffs, and I, that, he that's got a big a ring. story. He already yeah. got a ring in Boston. Yeah, yeah, he the did. The year after he cheated. He two. He has two and rings. And probably cheated again in Boston. From, well, 
I think that was I think that was that confirmed. was confirmed, right? They I were think so. they were doing something. It, I don't know if it was to the extent of what the Astros were doing. I wouldn't walk but, up to your neighbor who's from Boston and tell him that was confirmed, but yeah, just know that it might was pretty get much a confirmed. Suck right in your eye. Yeah. No, you're right about that series. That's though. a wicked lie. <laughs> Boston. Okay, that was bad. The no, second one, the second was one was great. <laughs> Red Sox awesome. All right, that's pretty good, right? Now, now you're just being Dunkin' mean. Donuts. <laughs> okay, then, then, there you go. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think. Sorry, we, any Boston. We were talking about pitching. Listening, I apologize. We were talking about pitching. I I just think that. I understand you pitch your best guys when you get into the postseason. I understand that guys are going to have to go on short rest. Instead of every fifth day starting, you're now pitching games one and probably four. Or if you yeah. if they really need you in game seven, you're pitching games one, remember, four, and seven. Remember when they used to, like in the playoffs, they pitching they used to go down to like three-man rotations if you had a really good yeah. top three in your rotation? I mean, if the Dodgers somehow pull out the series everyone, they might have to do that everyone started on short rest that used to be that way you well you talked about the dodgers so kershaw's out uh trevor bauer uh who knows if he's ever going to play baseball again not for the dodgers that's for uh sure. dustin may injured for the season mm-hmm. he would have been a starter on this team yep uh i don't know what the deal is with tony gonsolin but tony he's gonsolin, still in their bullpen but he doesn't start games he doesn't start anymore apparently even though he was really good at it last year whatever what do i know <laughs> whatever uh, <laughs> julio urias won 20 games this year but apparently we're not going to start him all the time it's just I, I get it you're running out of guys so sometimes you got to do the bullpen thing yeah but if it if that really was the best way to win games don't you think more people would do it during the regular season as well yeah but the regular season is a marathon. It's 162 games. The postseason is a sprint. <laughs> yeah. So I understand you handle them differently. Yeah. I, I get it. I don't like it. Right. Because I'm like you. If I show up to the ballpark for the, an NLCS game and I find out that Joe Kelly is starting, and, I'm ticked. And, and I'm not sure. I can't remember when Max Scherzer started his last start, what day it was. But um, it had to have been in game two, right? Game one or two? Uh, game three? I can't remember, but I don't know how many days of short rest it would have been for him to start tonight. But like, if you're you're if you're Dave Roberts of the Dodgers, you're down three games to one, and you're starting a bull, you're doing a bullpen game. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure Max Scherzer probably told Dave Roberts, "Hey, I'm good to go, man. I'll start," because that's just the kind of competitor that Max Scherzer is. Max but, Scherzer started game two. Okay, so that was a while ago. That was that was let's see Sunday October seventeenth. Okay, so that is one two three four 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 days since he started. That would have been on one, on four days rest. So I I don't know I I'm not sure maybe they, I mean Dave Roberts I mean I, I have Dodger fan or Dodger fans that are my friends and. Wait, I mean, why? I don't know. Why do you have friends that are them at ASU? That sounds like a bad decision, but on your part. Yeah, I just, they get everything they want, and I hate it. Um, but, uh... <laughs> they have money, and yeah, we don't. Yeah, money, and good front office people, and scouts, and develop... They have scouts? What uh, is, we need to get what? some of those. Um, That's our problem. But, and... One, uh, so there are a few fr- friends that I have that are just like, oh my god, what is Dave Do- Dave Roberts doing? What's he doing? What's he doing all the time? And like, he's doing his job. Yeah, he's done a really <laughs> good job. But like this, if if the Dodgers weren't winning this game right now, and they were about to drop this series to Atlanta, like, 
man, I don't know how you get past that. But I mean, his excuse is Max Scherzer. He wasn't available. He was on. We weren't going to throw him on short rest, I guess. Um, but I mean, it's working. It's working right now. It's six to two going in the bottom of the seventh. So if they win this game tonight, ESPN has them win probability at like 95% right now. Well, Atlanta blew a three games to one lead last yeah, year. So. Everybody's blowing leads at this point. But um, let's assume <laughs> the Dodgers win this game. That puts the series at three to two. And then we're having a game six. And that one's in Atlanta. Yeah. And that could make things interesting. And, game and let's six say, and seven. And let's say Scherzer goes for that game, right? Because he hasn't pitched since Sunday. Right. right? He has to. He ha- If they win this game tonight, he has to pitch game six. And I don't know who's going to be on the hill for the Braves, but I feel pretty good about Matt It'll Scherzer. It'll probably be ooh, Charlie Morton? I don't know. But Ian, I, An- Ian Anderson, maybe? Maybe Anderson. But I feel really good about Max Scherzer, they regardless might, of who's might, on the other team. They might want to say the Braves, because the Braves have the advantage still, even if they lose tonight and Game 6. They still host the Game 7. They might be wanting to save Charlie Morton for Game 7. Or if they have a lead in Game 6, they might want to pitch him then. What's crazy, too, is up until Game 4, that series had been like so close in terms of scoring. Yeah. Dram- very dramatic. I mean, two, you're talking... Two walk-offs for the Braves. Game 1, 3-2 to two in favor of the Braves. Yep. Game 2, 5-4 to four, mm-hmm. Braves. Game 3, Dodgers 6, Braves 5. That's They're all one-run games, and then Game 4, Braves 9-2. to two. <laughs> And they blew that one over. Right. Pretty late though. They blew it open late, but still. Um, yeah, the biggest trade deadline acquisition, Eddie Rosario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the biggest trade of the year, Eddie right. Rosario. That's what everybody's saying. Also, super nice of him to decide that he knows how to play baseball after he leaves Cleveland. Ah, uh, that hurt you. I'm an Indians fan. Yeah. That hurt or, you. Sorry, Guardians. Fan the Guardians. At what point am I supposed to start saying Guardians? Right now, or I think when, when they this start season, the next season? I think when this season ends, they are officially the Guardians. Okay. They're just kind of like in hiding during the postseason. Let me see. Let They're me not go, in the postseason. Let me go on the standings. What let does their see. website say? Can you go to uh, Indians.com or... And are they going to change that to be. Guardians.com? How does that work? They have to, I guess. Or, or Cleveland, Cleveland baseball team. <laughs> that was what I was worried most about. They the were going to adopt the gonna, baseball team? Yeah, they were going to do a Washington football team thing and just do the Cleveland baseball team. That was my nightmare. Where is their website? I don't know. I can't, maybe they took it down. But I just, I, but I do need you to know that I'm concerned about when I'm supposed to start saying Guardians because I don't want to be offensive anymore. <laughs> Been offensive my whole life apparently. But hold on, here we go. If we're gonna be PC about this, I want to make sure I know when to start being PC about it. It'd be nice if my Wi-Fi worked in here. This is the last time I send you on research and development. This is not my fault. <laughs> this is not my fault. Anyway, you're not wrong about Eddie, Come on, Eddie wi-fi. Rosario, by the way. Eddie Rosario is hitting 467. Dude, he's been in incredible. The he's been incredible. He's uh, two for three tonight. He's two for three. He just got a hit uh, last inning, I believe. No one asked me to do stuff anymore because my phone is frozen. <laughs> All right. Total You do it. it. You do it. Eddie Rosario, two for three tonight. The only hitter on the Braves with multiple hits. What did he hit for the what did he hit for the Indians this year? Oh, I'm sure it was not that good. The Indians don't no. believe in outfielders. I don't know if you know they this. They don't they don't. Philosophically, they since Grady Sizemore and Michael Brantley, they decided we don't believe in outfielders <laughs> anymore. Gave away all the good ones. And Clint Frazier, who was the only one that might have turned into something good. They just decided they didn't <laughs> want him anymore. But how about the fact that the Braves lose Ronald Acuna? 
Well, I'll tell you this real quick. They lose a Zuna. They're, they're still the Cleveland Indians on Twitter. Okay. So I don't have to change yet. Not yet. I can still be offensive for a little bit longer. You can still be a jerk. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit longer. No, but look at the Braves and the fact that they lost Acuna. They lost Ozuna. Yeah. Uh, who's the other one that I'm missing? Um, Markakis, I guess. Markakis retired, I yeah, think. Yeah, right. And he wasn't super awesome anymore. But anyway... And then they go out and they basically replace their entire outfield. Rosario, yeah. Duvall, Soler, Soler, who's back now. The Duvall one was hilarious because he was on their team last year. Jock and, Peterson, yeah, Jock Peterson, he's also an outfielder. Duvall was on their team last year, and then he goes to Miami on a one-year deal this year, and then they trade. They're like, well, we again. know that guy. We can bring him. Oh back. yeah, he hits homers and is really good in the outfield. He's been playing cool. center. Yeah. Yep, Which is weird. Because if you didn't notice, and, all the guys I named play left field. Right. Well, and Jock <laughs> and Soler are not really, I mean, Soler too. Soler is yeah. mostly a DH in Kansas City. Right. Um, but Jock, I mean, he's put on a couple pounds. Uh, but, like, he's been okay out there, I guess. But I love his, more about the I love his pearl necklace. Yeah, talk to me about the pearls. Uh, they're real, he says. Of course they're real. He can afford it. Well, I didn't expect him to go out there with Cuban zirconium I can't, I can't say what he calls himself. Because oh no! It's, it's uh, it Not uses a swear. Uh, <laughs> he uses a swear, uh, but okay. he's a bad mother, you know. Oh, I get it. Uh, so uh, yeah. I can fill in the blank. Yeah, fill it in however you want, kids. Um, but uh, yeah, he he's been he's kind of injected this like energy into the Braves. It feels like um, he just he's always been this way. He swings to hit the ball out of the solar system. And when he connects, it goes really far, and it's really fun. And <laughs> and he's hit like a he's hit a bunch of pinch hit home runs too. So like those are automatic energizers right there. Um, he's just been he's been a really good addition to the Braves. I mean, Solaire he's been playing more too because Solaire got COVID. Um, yeah. During this series, so he's been playing right field every game. Um, Rosario, like we've we've talked about Rosario this whole time, he's been amazing since he's come over to the Braves, especially in the playoffs. And then Duvall is just Duvall was a really good outfielder anyway, and he's got I, I believe he led the National League in RBIs. I'm pretty sure in the regular season, I think he had a, over a hundred, and I think he hit 38 home runs. He dude has crazy power. Yeah, he's got pop. It's insane. All their outfielders do. Soler, Soler hit, not too long ago, like two years ago, Jorge Soler hit like 40, 50 home runs, whatever it Adam was. Duvall, in my mind, is like J.D. Martinez without the high batting average. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how I've always kind of He's always him. a threat to do something. And and like in the early he's J.D. Strong. days, like he wasn't on good teams. No. Like he was on the Astros when, when they, they were sucked. Bad. The Tigers when they were bad. Right. The D-backs, arguably, when they were not awesome, but... Well, he they made for them him and awesome. He made them yeah. Good. yeah. They wouldn't have made the playoffs that year without him. He hit, like, 30 home runs in the second half of the season. Right. So, that's how I view Adam Duvall. He's not, like, the premier power hitter. Right. He's not the guy who plays for a really awesome team and is going to hit 50 home runs, but now, all of a sudden, he is on a really awesome team, so... Yeah, it is now 7-2 to two Dodgers in the bottom of the seventh. Win probability, 99%. All right. Well, that's going to happen that. because the Dodgers, the Dodgers don't lose these games. They don't lose these types of games. You know who hit the home run? Oh, Chris freaking Taylor. Chris Taylor. 
Ah, I'm telling you. Chris Taylor, man. I'm telling you, Chris Taylor. I, you know what? I really hope that the bag of sunflower seeds that they sent to Seattle for him was at least barbecue flavored or something because, man, Chris Taylor, I mean, like I said, he, he made a really horrible mistake in game one. Does Seattle get fleeced a lot? Because the Diamondbacks got Cattell Marte in a throw-in for with Taiwan Walker. Remember that? They gave him Gene Segura and, and Mitch, Mitch Hanniger, Hanniger, who who's was been a good player. Crazy good for them this year. Yeah. Um, Mitch Hanniger was a throw. I mean, too. I think that was kind of a win-win because the D-backs got Marte out of it. But remember, that trade was basically at its at its easiest level was Segura for Taiwan Walker, and Marte was kind of a throw-in, and, and Marte was, was a throw-in. Throw in. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm. I don't know if they. Well, they fleeced the Mets. That's for sure. Um, in the, the Cano, in the Cano Edwin and Diaz. Edwin Diaz trade, um, yeah, I'd rather have Diaz. Uh, well, who, Cano had to didn't miss they the whole get season. Kelnick back in that trade? I think they got Kelnick yeah. in that trade, and yeah, he yeah, is they got supposed to be really good. And he had a really good uh, uh, last couple weeks of the season. Um, I don't know. Seattle is just kind of <laughs> Jerry Depoto likes giving out those big contracts, and he gave one to Cano, and that didn't work out. He gave one to Pujols in L.A. or Anaheim, and that didn't work out. But I mean, Chris Taylor, C.J. Wilson. Josh Hamilton. Josh Hamilton. Yeah. Justin uh, Upton. I don't know if he was the GM was that not, when Upton was. Maybe not. I don't there. know. Now you got me distracted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Chris Taylor. That dude is either like making a dumb base running mistake in game one, costing the Dodgers the uh, game one win, possibly, or hitting two home runs tonight. Like, he's... He's a good player, man. He he is he's a good player. That's what I want Josh Rojas to be. Maybe not like the home runs and everything, but I, I want mean, Chris to... Taylor, it's not like he hit 40 home runs this year. No. He's around 20. Yeah. 20 something? 20 to 30. That's not home bad runs? for a player yeah. who doesn't have a position. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or rather has like, too many to, positions. To be fair, like they they want to I feel like they've given Gavin Lux every opportunity to make the everyday lineup and he just and he just hasn't. He just hasn't. He's playing center field. It's got to be hard though. Well, now Taylor's got to play third because Justin Turner. He's hurt. on a team that just traded for Trey Turner. Right. They have two of the top five well, shortstops and, in baseball. And on you their were team. talking about Kike Hernandez letting him walk and everything. Yeah. Chris Taylor's a free agent after this season. Is he? Yeah. So. Okay, here's a question. Since the Diamondbacks have a the history Diamondbacks should of going sign after Chris Taylor heroes. to play center field. Well, I the end. We don't know. Sign me up. We don't know how this postseason ends yet. So I don't care. Sign that, of course, up. could change this all. <laughs> this could change the whole narrative. But. Would Chris Taylor be a guy who's more the Diamondback speed in free agency as opposed to a huge, huge name? You know um, what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, like name any of the shortstops who are a free agent. Correa, Story. Lindor. Baez. No, not Lindor. He got a counter. Baez. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But like those guys are all going to make hundreds of millions of dollars. Is Chris Taylor going to make $100 million? Probably not. I, I wouldn't say I so. Think so. I don't think so. Unless he brings the Dodgers back and they win the World Series I would and he's the MVP. very much welcome Chris Taylor on the Diamondbacks, if that's even a possibility. Center fielder? He is your everyday center fielder. There and, you go. And with the possibility that he can play anywhere else you need him to. Well, we just fixed the Diamondbacks. Oh, look. Good that job. Was, Hopefully good. they're listening. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mike? <laughs> Hello? Yeah. Um, I think that could be the... I, I think that could Chris, be the type of player I they go Chris after. I think Chris Taylor's going to get paid, though. I don't know yeah. how many years he's going to get. Um, I could or see what, him getting but, the Madison Bumgarner contract. I mean... Five oh. years, 80-ish, 85. Well, let's see what Kike Hernandez got. Okay, that's a good suggestion. They're, because they're comparable. They're, yeah, they are, they are pretty... But you got to remember, and this is how baseball works. Okay. And, uh, if how you have a work? great postseason... 
right before you hit free agency, that affects the dollar value. Yep. Remember when Cody Ross came to Arizona? Okay, Kike Hernandez only signed a two-year, fourteen million dollar deal with the Red Sox. Seven million each. Yeah, so that's pretty good for the team. Well, yeah, not for him. Okay, it's okay (laughs) for him. I mean, of course, and every team this year was coming off of COVID twenty twenty, so the the money and years and everything were different than they probably will be this offseason. But like, if this series ends, let's say in Game Six or even in Game Seven, and let's say the Dodgers get knocked out. I think we're going to remember the end of their season. Chris Taylor was awesome. Otherwise, oh, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. if they For continue sure. to win and they sure. win the World Series, we're probably go- it's probably going to be because Chris Taylor has continued to be good, and we're going to be thinking, oh, Chris Taylor was awesome. So he's probably going to make more money. So Chris Taylor is he's coming to an end of a two year thirteen point four million dollar deal. He'll be a free agent. Uh, oh, actually, so he's yeah, he'll making be, yeah, almost the same as as Kike Hernandez. Wow, interesting. Uh, he's okay. making seven point eight million dollars this year. He's a, he's a free agent after this season. He'll be thirty one years old. There's no way he makes less than he was earning. No, no. way. He'll make more than that. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else he can do. Do you think that he has solidified himself as a center fielder? Like he can play center field every day. I think he can. I think he's because there's not a lot of those guys out I, there. I, I think he has, and they the, have Bellinger, so they don't. I need know. That. I think the he has the ability to. I don't know if we've been able to see a lot of him out there because, like you just said, Cody Bellinger is could potentially win a Gold Glove in center field. He's that good in center field, right? Um, and uh, I mean, and honestly, with the Dodgers, I know they can make anybody fit wherever, especially with Chris Taylor because he can play anywhere he wants and wherever Dave Roberts needs him to. But like Trey Turner is. Trey Turner's going to be back unless they don't re-sign Corey Seager. They could let Seager walk. And then move Chris Taylor to second base. And then move Chris Taylor to second base and have him and Gavin Lux play there and Trey Turner play short. My goodness. They literally have... What a great problem to have. Right? All-stars everywhere. Because Chris Taylor, he's not going to make $20 million a year, is he? I don't think so. I don't think... I tend to be... $20 million a year? I tend to think it'll be above ten. Ah, uh, that sounds that sounds feasible. With the postseason that he's having, sure. I feel like he could bump it up to 10 right, at right, least. Right. Somewhere between like 12 and 18, I feel like, is probably where it'll end up. Not that's, knowing how the rest of the season that's goes. That's fair, I would say. And I bet you that prices him out of the Diamondbacks range. Well, it doesn't. it's probably not going to take much to Who's the highest paid player on the Diamondbacks? Other than, other than Zach Greinke's deferred payments. <laughs> I. It's got to be Bumgarner, right? I think so. Cause yeah, because Mar- his cause, contract's backloaded. Because Marte's on that team-friendly deal. Peralta yeah. doesn't make that much. Ahmed doesn't make that much. It might be Nick Ahmed. Might be the second highest after uh, Bumgarner. Yeah, you might be right. Now that I think about it. Um, but I don't know that to be true. I mean, Chris Taylor's hitting three seventy-five in this But nobody other than Bumgarner makes started. $10 million a year. No. And the guys that did or would, they got rid of. Patrick Corbin, Robbie Ray, Zach Greinke, obviously. Huh, yeah. Well, he we're still paying him. Yasmani Tomas. Uh, the king of Reno. The king. Long live. Well, listen, Madison I feel... Madison Bumgarner... I'm sorry, Nick Ahmed is... Nick Ahmed is making... Is set to make next year $7.75 million, Yeah, I was going to guess And eight. then in 2023, he's set to make $10 million. Yeah, okay. Um, Which he's no longer worth. Sorry. No, you're right. He's no longer you're worth right. it. Um, that would have been a decent deal I if he continued think, to play the way he did two years ago. I believe I'm looking it up real quick, but I think Cattell Marte is uh, 
set to make around 12. Yeah, he doesn't get much above that during his contract. Remember, his contract was very, um, I think it was a seven-year deal when they signed Cattell to his extension. And it was incremental. It was lower in the beginning, and it got higher. Okay, he he is making so next year he's making eight million, very team friendly, and then in twenty three and twenty four he's making ten million, and then twelve million. Fine with that. Yep, totally fine with that. Yep, he has the talent level that even if he continues to be injured like he has, he's probably worth twelve. Yeah, no matter what. Those are also club options on him in twenty three and twenty four. Which you have to. So if he did he have some devastating injury, knock they on could, wood, they could cut him. I yeah, guess, right. they, or they could, yeah, they can opt out of that they contract. Could figure it out. Yeah, or or opt in and trade him. Right, or right, right. I don't know. I don't know how that all works. Um, okay, well, listen, this game that's currently going on. Yes, we are taping this during a game. I'm probably say, the, the Dodgers are going to win. The Dodgers are going to win. Hopefully, maybe that jinxes them. Ooh, their percentage win probability just went down because ninety eight because because uh, Atlanta has a man on with nobody out. Oh, look at that ninety eight percent chance of was winning, it Eddie so. Rosario again? I don't know. <laughs> the batter is Darno, so it's probably Dansby no, Swanson. It was it. Oh, wow, you're right. Yeah, Dansby Swanson. I nailed that. I have the lineup. In front oh, okay, of me. I don't. Okay. Um, but hey, your favorite looks... starting pitcher, Corey Knables, in the game. Oh, good. <laughs> I can't wait to see him pitch. Uh, but that means that if the Dodgers win tonight, there will likely be Game 6 on Saturday, October 23rd. That'll be on TBS. And then, like we talked about in the American League, right now it is to 3-2 in that series as well. And I, I say as well. That's assuming the Dodgers win this game. <laughs> and uh, it's 3-2 to two in the American to. League. They're Houston leading there. Um, do you have any uh, predictions as to what the World Series is going to look like? Or are we, you're just going to pick the favorites at this point? Um, I, I think it's going to be the Astros in the American League. Yeah. The National League is tough, man. I mean, I know the Braves only have to win one more game, and the Dodgers have to win, including tonight, three more games. But, man, I... The Dodgers just come through in these, and they're going to have Scherzer and Walker Bueller on full rest in potentially game six and seven. I'm going to go with the Dodgers. Here's what's going to happen. Go with the Dodgers. I'm going to go with Atlanta to blow a 3-1 lead for the second straight year. So you have the Astros-Dodgers rematch. I do. Either, Yeah, we're either... I, well, if the Dodgers win the NL pennant, we're either going to have a rematch of the 2017 World Series or, or a rematch of the 2018 World Series. That's true. Here's what's going to happen. Okay. Oh, okay. The Dodgers are going to win this game. Okay. They're back up to 99% win probability. <laughs> they probably got a double play. <laughs> Just went up. I don't know how, but it's up. Uh, they're probably going to win this game, making it 3-2. to two. Game 6, you're right. Max Scherzer's on the mound. He's not going to lose that game. Nope. No matter who's pitching for Atlanta. He's going to win that game, which is going to take them to a Game 7. Walker Bueller's going to be on full rest. They're going to win that game, too. <laughs> Dodgers win that series. The Red Sox are going to come back and really? win in the American League series as well. I'm taking Ooh. I'm taking the non favorites in both. Who leagues. is pitching in game six? I, uh, I think it's Nate Yavaldi. I think. Okay. And Luis Garcia. We talked about this earlier. Luis Garcia left it a is, game with a knee injury. It is Yavaldi and Garcia. He left game two with a knee injury, and he has been terrible so far in the postseason. Ten runs, three and two thirds innings. Garcia, I do not have faith. He's a good pitcher. He had a really good year. He's very young. He could win Rookie of the Year. Sure. Yeah. But he has not played well in the postseason. He doesn't have postseason experience. He doesn't have any experience. And I believe in Nate Uvalde. I know he hasn't been great. His ERA is over five in the postseason. 
but he's also got the second most strikeouts, I believe, behind Mike, Max Scherzer yep. in the postseason. That's going to take them to Game 7. And I don't know what the hell happens in Game 7, but I'm I'm going to take Boston in that game as well. Okay. Maybe it's... I don't know if it's Pavetta. So I have... So I have... Well, have they announced that stuff yet? I don't know if they have uh, Game let 7 me see. Let me see if I can figure it out. Nope, TBD, TBD. I'll take TBD <laughs> in that game. Take the field. <laughs> so I'm so, saying I'm saying it's okay. going to be Boston-Dodgers rematch. And I think it's Astros-Dodgers. You're probably so right. So we're both picking the Dodgers to come back from down 3-1. Which seems again. really dumb. Because Atlanta is going to win this series. <laughs> they didn't last year. They didn't last We've year. also been wrong about it's, everything it's, so far. Besides their entirely new outfield, except for Adam Duvall, who was on their team last year. I, it's the same Atlanta team. I don't know if you picked up on this or not in our text threads, but uh, I've been calling the Giants the team of destiny this year. Yeah, look how that turned out. The second that they lost, I started calling the Braves the team of destiny. It's crazy that we're going to get, just from the way the postseason has gone, the Giants and Dodgers both win over 105 games. I think it was 109 and 108 or something like that. With postseason included? No. At the regular season, or was it 107 106? I can't I think remember. I think it was 107 106, okay. but I'm not sure. Okay, so the Giants win one more game than the Dodgers in, in the division. Yes. And then they face off after the Dodgers beat the Cardinals in the wild card game. Yes. And that was a crazy series. And it was yes. really, really good. And then all of a sudden, the 86 win or 88 win Braves have a three games to one lead. It's crazy. I, I'm wondering. There's like 20 games difference between those two teams. And, and I mean, not to say it's all luck because the Dodgers are playing really well tonight but like man i feel like the way this series started i it felt like the dodgers were just tired from playing the giants that was a roller coaster of a series that was highly emotional and it came down to a a a, a check swing missed call you know to win that series and it came down to the ninth inning and the last batter last strike and like that's just that's got to be draining man and the Braves were just kind of sitting back after kind of handling the Brewers pretty easily and they you know all of a sudden they have a three games to one lead it looks like it's going to be 3-2 99.5% win probability oh, by now the way. we're adding 0.5 okay 0.5 it's just do they will they ever well, once you hit 99 will they ever really say it's 100% it. yeah when they win okay <laughs> well yeah they can't lose it's over <laughs> yeah approximately okay. in the middle of the ninth they okay. will they will All make right. that determination right. most likely but okay yeah. so i say dodgers astros you say dodgers red Sox. right okay ooh I don't know, man. It's going to be a crazy finish, dude. Like, no matter what happens here. I'm down for any of these matchups. Even Atlanta too. in the World Series. I, I, I'm okay I, with that. I, I know that, you know, the national, like, if you're if you're talking about, like, ratings and stuff like that, I'm sure MLB doesn't want the Braves in it because, obviously, you want the L.A. market. You'd but, probably rather have Boston than Houston. Yeah, but, right? I mean... Especially with the history of the well, organization. Well, if the Dodgers be- come back and beat the Braves and go to the World Series, I think MLB would want Houston for the for the storyline rematch for the rematch exactly and the and all exactly. That. And even if it's Dodgers Red Sox, Alex Cora is still there. Does America so, want to watch the Houston Astros? Because remember, when we came into this season, it was all about the cheating scandal and how are they going to be treated because this is the first season that they've played with, with fans. fans. Right. It was last supposed to be season, last year. But then we had COVID. Yeah, right. And, you know. Right. So does America want to watch Houston or do they want to root against Houston? Maybe that's a reason to watch. Well, here's another thing too. Like I know 
would you rather root if you're watching this World Series if it's if it's Dodgers Astros? Would you rather root for the Dodgers to beat the cheating Astros, or do you want to see the Astros take down like the evil Empire Dodgers, the defending World Champions? Um, I can't root for any of them. Um, I you're but, a Diamondbacks but fan. I'll I'll tell you this: it's like my, two villains. My hate each other. for yeah, my hate <laughs> for the Dodgers probably would outweigh my hate for the Astros. Interesting. I just I can't stand I the that. Dodgers, man. I can't. I can't root for them. I can't do it. I think I would rather I can't tell you how how happy I was when in 2019 Howie Kendrick hit that grand slam. I'm right. like I'm rooting for Howie Kendrick and the Nationals. Okay, That's so, just cuz how much I hate the Dodgers. So maybe between the two of us I'm a better uh You're more representation biased. Yeah, I mean, I'm an Indian <laughs> slash Guardians, whatever, fan. <laughs> Cleveland baseball a, team? Yeah, whatever they are. I'm a fan of them. So uh, maybe I'm better representative of the nation as a whole. Okay. Um, so I'm going to just speak for everybody right now. Oh, great. But This I would is say, what we've all wanted. Steve speaking for everyone. I've been doing it all along, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. I would say that I would rather see the Dodgers get their revenge on the Astros. Ooh, okay. I mean, I could... Because s- the, we know for a fact that the Astros cheated. Mm-hmm against the Dodgers, mm-hmm. and that you, Darvish, who was untouchable, all of a sudden got rocked. And and nobody could explain and it un- until we knew they cheated. And unfortunately for you, Darvish, he was hated by the Dodger fan community. And the LA, because he sucked in that game. Because he was terrible. He well, was. really in the whole postseason, but yeah, he well, sucked in that game. Yeah. He got basically... Run out of town because he was so and bad. He wasn't in the there World long. Series. He was there for half a season. Yeah, they traded for him at the trade deadline from Texas, and then he went to Chicago the next year. Yeah, so he was in LA for that's a few why, months. That's why I want the Dodgers to get their revenge. I don't I like the Dodgers. Do I just want I want equilibrium in the baseball universe. I want the gods, the baseball gods, to. Level the the playing field, level the scales by screwing the Astros because they screwed baseball. <laughs> well, okay, so will cheated. Will that storyline exist if the World Series is Dodgers Red Sox because of Alex Cora, or is it just the no. Astros? No, it's the Astros. Okay, to me, I mean Alex. Cora, I know Alex Cora was the ringleader, and he did beat the Dodgers in a World Series the next year. And you and I can have that conversation if it is if it is Dodgers Red Sox, like I think it might be, then. We can have that discussion about Cora versus the Dodgers, but I think okay. it's so much harder to pit a team versus an individual, right? Especially it's when team, it's a coach, team versus team. Right? He's not on the field, right? He can't hit a home run in the game. He couldn't hit a home run when he played either. But <laughs> <laughs> sick burn. But uh, I don't know, man. I'm excited no matter what the matchup. Well, is, we're even gonna, if Atlanta, we're going to have really fun finishes to to these I two series, so. man. They're they're both going to at least go six. Um, so I mean, it's it, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be good baseball, which is the best. Honestly, good baseball is the best thing that can happen right now, and compelling series and exciting moments because this this league needs that. <laughs> they need that desperately. Yeah, and I mean, I think we're gonna get that in the next few days. Honestly, I mean, both of these teams. I mean, they're going back. It's going to Houston. And Atlanta, with both Houston and Atlanta leading. So, I mean, both teams, both of them could possibly clinch at home, which is always the best. 
I hate when teams clinch on the road. It's never, it's never good. I just like, I like the fan reaction. It's probably fun as a as the team. Oh, clinches. I'm sure they love it. I'm sure the Dodgers loved clinching in San Francisco. You'd probably rather clinch oh. at home if you're a player. Sure, you want the fans to be all crazy. But and there's going, an and element of <laughs> right when you're on the road. Well, like I said, I'm sure. I'm sure the Dodgers had a lot of fun celebrating at Oracle Park. Yeah. Um, they peed in our pool, so they must have loved that. Still bitter about Still it. Still bitter. That I was, get that. That was Puig, right? Puig did that. Him and uh, Adrian Gonzalez, I think. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I just named a Dodger player. Wow. I don't even know if he was there. Incriminating. Time. I can't remember. I, I think he was guilty Puig, until proven though. innocent. Let's always Puig. It's always Puig. Ninety nine point six percent win probability. Oh, Ninety nine point six. Okay. 99.6% chance we're ending this podcast right now. Um, we're going to wait and see what happens. I, hopefully we can have some exciting preview before the World Series because we might not. Uh, we might get there before next <laughs> week. So yeah. uh, we're going to sit down and talk about that in the coming days. We thank you so much for checking out the podcast this week. It is the Ain't No Fang podcast. I'm Steve Zinsmeister. That is Cody Fincher, affectionately known as Bear. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode of the Ain't No Fang podcast here at ArizonaSports.com and on the Arizona Sports app.